In the great halls of USA Today, we assemble the newsroom's mightiest nerds, Brett Molina. I'm so sorry for the producer of this podcast. <laughs> Kelly Lawler. I will fight you on it. Brian Truitt. Spoiler town! <laughs> Together, they form The Mothership. Their mission? To harness their collective encyclopedic knowledge of nerdiness in all its forms. To dissect every trailer, plot twist, and game released for the geekiest of fans. The Mothership. Saving the universe from bad comic book adaptations every Friday. All aboard the Mothership, the Geek Culture Podcast from the USA Today Network. Thanks for joining us, and happy Friday, friends. Happy Friday. Happy Friday! Uh, Let's meet the crew. I'm Brett Molina. I play video games, and my favorite Saturday Night Live cast member of all time is Phil Hartman. Rest in peace. I'm Brian Truitt. I watch movies, and my favorite cast member is Eddie Murphy. I'm Kelly Lawler. I watch TV, and my favorite cast member of all time is Gilda Radner. All great choices. Wow. If this is your first time listening, welcome. New episodes of The Mothership drop every Friday, and you can subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you like to listen. And hey, while you're on Apple Podcasts, it would be lovely if you could write a quick review about the show. Because not only do you help other fans who love nerdy pop culture find us, as a special bonus, we give you a shout-out on the next episode. So try it out. Everybody wins. We get great feedback. You get a little shout-out on the episode. It's all upside for you and for us. Don't forget, along with leaving a review, you can get in touch with us on Twitter. We're at Mothership Pod, or you can email us, MothershipPod at usatoday.com. On to the main topic. Here is a clip. Oh, God, I just feel so wrong with my husband, your brother, downstairs, and my son, your nephew, down the hall with his best friend, and the babysitter, presumably somewhere in the house. Things are about to get filthy. <laughs> Do now we should call 911. Yeah, I know those numbers. I'll do it. Somebody call for a private dick. I believe he was murdered. <gasps> murdered on purpose. But who would do such a thing? Killer must be one of us. One of us. I swear I didn't do it. Jace is not a killer. No, no, no. We're all trapped in a house with a serial killer. Ah! Just- we need to find him before he finds us. That sounds like something a murderer would say. That sounds like a murderer would say. Sounds something like a murderer would say. We have to learn to trust each other. I think I know what to do. That was a clip from Deep Murder, a horror comedy about a bunch of softcore porn characters who have a slasher after them. The cast includes the likes of Jerry O'Connell, Katie Azelton from The League, and Saturday Night Live cast member Chris Redd, who we're very excited to have stopping by as a special guest. He does a killer Kanye on SNL, but you might have also seen him in Pop Star, Never Stop, Never Stopping, or his various comedy specials. Welcome to the show, Chris. Um, so let's start with Deep Murder, which it seems to mash up a lot of different genres. Um, what do you like most about the concept? And, and tell us about your character, too. Uh, I like, I mean, I like the fact that no, no one's really done this before in this way. Uh, I like that originality more than anything. And I also, uh, self-record porn was my first introduction into porn when I was a kid. <laughs> so uh, it, it's uh, very funny to watch these archetypes get made fun of and parodied. And, and, uh, and my character, Jace, plays those jocks that you see in porn. 
who have like four lines and they're all really bad puns and uh and then sex happens and so it's cool to what that dumb jock would be like if, if he had if she was faced with a murder in that world and that and, it, and the same goes for all of the characters and just watching all these archetypes that are just so recognizable in that genre have to go through these things was my favorite part of it there was one scene, kind of my favorite scene in the movie, where like Jace is playing football with the, the detective guy, and he can kind of throw the ball okay, but then Jace is supposed to be like the start quarterback, and like the way you throw the right. ball is so hilarious because it's just like it's almost like you're playing basketball <laughs> with it. And it's just like yeah, tell me about that scene and like, how. You, it's like, he clearly he clearly only has sex and never plays sports. It, that's like the funnest part of it. Just like all these characters are clearly not the thing that's supposed to be, and and it was just very fun to play all those all those things up, like whether it was subtly or just in, in right in your face. So clearly, you watched some softcore porn in your youth, but uh, did you return to it to prepare for this role? Watch some Skinamax? <laughs> return. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> no, I'm playing. <laughs> Once you go hardcore, you can't go back. No, I'm playing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't have to. I didn't really have to like dive back in. Uh, I, I kind of remembered from what I've seen <laughs> enough to know how to like go about the role, you know. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Cinemax at ten o'clock between the years of 1999 and 2005. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I, is that even a thing for like kids these days anymore? Do you think like they, they won't get maybe won't get the jokes in the movie because like they just have access to the porn crazy, is everywhere. Porn is everywhere on the internet, and it's scary <laughs> and really intense. <laughs> I mean, the internet definitely made it so they probably skipped the whole the whole softcore porn situation, but. But I think like the uh, porn still have those archetypes, though they still have those uh, those different roles uh, of people in them. So I think I think they'll get it. You know what I mean? Um, they may not get it exactly how like we do, uh, but I think they will though en- enough to enough to just enjoy the silliness of it. I mean, some might some might be like, "What the f- is it?" You know? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so, so you've been on Saturday Night Live now for two years. How has that experience, along with your time doing stand up, helped in terms of your acting? Once you do a project like Deep Murder, every job is easier because <laughs> you have time. You know what I mean? Like with West Nose, like every everything is. You only have so much time to really to really get things together and nail something and match something. With with movies, you know, I had three weeks. I only shot. I shot a couple of days in that week, so it's like I had. I just had more time to sit in the characters, really defining. I feel really charged up when I go to other shows or or, or other movies. I'm like, oh, this is it's easy. So it's like a walk in the park. It's like it's a very nerd reference, but it's like when Superman goes to Earth, he has more power. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> this is the right podcast to make that reference. Yes, and people, yes, everybody will get Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. It definitely prepares you. It prepares you to be better at, at everything else for sure. So SNL has become must-watch again, thanks in part to, of course, you, but also the kind of the crazy political climate. What's it been like on the front lines for you in these last two years? Uh, it's, I mean, it's pretty much, it's, I don't know how to answer the question because it's like, it's kind of the same in a way uh, because I don't subscribe to a whole lot. Like, I don't like subscribe to a whole lot of negativity in that way. And, and I don't mean that just in like, I don't watch it. I don't see anything negative because that's impossible. But uh but it, it, there's just a lot more. There's, like, there's a lot more people that have access to me to talk and share their opinions that I ask for. But outside of that, like, um, it's exciting, man, because I get to work with like people I've watched. I've watched coming up in this, 
you know what I mean? And I admire and I get to learn from a lot of people who have been doing this for a long time. And, and when I get to like get, get a joke or a sketch on, on air, it's, it's a part of history. And I get to add to that and I get to go back home and, and see other black kids who are starting to do sketch and be able to talk from a place like, yeah, this is a possibility. This is a thing uh, that we can do. And, and, uh, it's dope, man. It, it feels really good. It, I mean, they like, there's times where it gets messy and you get treated by the president or whatever or whatever happens and that's kind of weird and surreal at the same time but uh, it just kind of becomes a part of the job and part of what you got to do. Um, so I interviewed A.D. Bryant um, about Shrill a few months ago um, and she was talking about how when Love she started yeah. yeah when she started playing Sarah Huckabee Sanders that's when she was like done with social media because she was getting a lot of harassment but from like both sides people telling her that she was like too ugly to play Sarah and then that Sarah was too ugly for her to play her essentially. <laughs> Um, have you experienced yeah, that? Yeah, I would. I would beat up characters? everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would beat up everybody who said that about Eddie. Uh, I um, I yeah, yeah. That, oh, that, that is, okay. That is a thing. So when I played Justy Millette, like I had my feelings about it. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I wanted to, and I definitely wanted to like clown that situation. But at the same time, it made fans that I ain't like. Too, there, you know, there are people like, yeah, take them down, brother. I'm like, I don't, well, I don't like you. <laughs> but, you know, I'm glad we can all laugh at some things, but I feel like, you know, sometimes some people are laughing for the wrong reasons or supporting it for the wrong reasons. And, and so that's a little difficult to deal with, you know what I mean? And there is, and there's definitely a part of the internet you just have to kind of like gloss over, man. But I've never been the person to like, take the internet to heart though like I don't I, I kind of separate myself from the things people say so I really don't subscribe to a whole lot of that and I also roast a lot online so so if, if people are like talking talk crazy I'll just roast them and uh, and, if, and if it goes past that then I'll that block button is essential baby <laughs> <laughs> so you've got a pretty spot on impression of Kanye West going right now uh, what is the key to, to getting that down properly and doing that right well, I've been a fan of Kanye forever. I'm from Chicago. I've been listening to Kanye. I, uh, I have a love for the man. So when, so when he's doing something I don't agree with and it makes, makes me mad, I just do what I've always done. And, uh, and I, I just impersonate him because I've been listening to his music forever. And, uh, and so it wasn't really, I didn't know I had the impression until they were like, yo, to the White House meeting and they were like, yo, we want you to play Kanye. And so I, that was like on a Friday. And so then I was like, oh. And I, so I listened to all my favorite favorite albums, which is most of them, especially the first three. <laughs> and then um, and I watched that interview, and then I went in there, and I just, like, and I just did it. You know what I mean? And it took a couple times. The live was the one that was, like, perfect. And it doesn't always happen like that. But uh, the rehearsal, I was, wasn't feeling great. And then, like, the dress rehearsal was like, oh, okay, okay, we get there. And then the live was like, oh, I found it. You know what I mean? And then from there, it was like, it was great. And I, I really like it, man. I, w- I want to continue to do it. Hopefully not for the same joke. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully this uh, hopefully he evolves in a couple of different ways. But Kanye will always be around. His genes. I think you need to have an appreciation for the person in order to have a good impression. That's what I learned from Tate McKinnon, at least. So can you give us a couple seconds of Kanye right now? Nah, bro. I ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> He's not doing that for free. Fine. He's got to get paid for that. I had to try once. <laughs> I'm not an impressionist, man. Not, I'm not an impressionist like that, bro. I need practice. I need, <laughs> I need to not do that right now. Have you have you heard from Kanye or anybody else that you've ever 
done on SNL and just have they ever reached out to you and or talked to you? Uh, so for Yay, we have we have a mutual friend uh, from in, in Chicago, so I talked to them. Um, but I haven't, you know, I haven't uh, heard from Kanye about the Kanye. Like I, I met him when he was up there, but I haven't, you know, that's as far as it. But that was before everything else. And then um, uh, the person who I've talked to, who I've done, uh, is Sterling K. Brown. So we're cousins. Uh, his first cousin married my aunt, and so now we're cousins by marriage. And uh, when I first did Sterling K. last year, I texted him and I was like, "Yo." Why, hey, I did you on the show, bro. And then he texted me back. He was like, I saw it. It's all right. <laughs> and I was so mad. <laughs> I was so mad. Uh, and so I, and so then I, I, I did it one more time. And then uh, he was not impressed. The Sterling's like, yo, he's like, you know, he's a he's one of the greatest acts to work right now for a reason. Like he's, he's tough on himself and others. And so uh, we had this uh, NBC upfront that just happened like a, like a month ago. And uh, and I played him on a, in a sketch in that, and I had I hadn't played him since, but I had been practicing because after, after he said it was just alright, I was like, I'm gonna get this, <laughs> man. So I so I, I perfected it, and I and I did it on a Family Feud sketch for this upfront thing on stage, and it was perfect. Like, and he saw the tape of it, and he texted me he was like, dude, spot on, you got me, dog, you got me. <laughs> and so like that was like the best. And I also heard from uh, Soldier Boy also reposted uh, my impression of him and was and was and, and posted on his platforms. It was like going crazy for it, so that was really cool. We didn't talk, but I don't think Soldier Boy talks to one person at a time anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, so you and Sterling have something in common now because besides being related, because um, he was just in the Lonely Islands little Netflix special, and you were obviously in Popstar, yeah. which is one of all three of our like favorite movies were a part of the internet cult that's really obsessed with it uh, look, uh well thank praise y'all praise y'all for that you know what I'm was that movie as fun to make as it looked uh oh yeah man i mean that, that was my first movie i have ever done and since then i've been making movies and they've been fun but like that one was just yeah so many famous people in it you know what i mean and and i was just a dude from chicago i hadn't really worked with anybody like that you know, and so to walk on set and just see Mariah Carey create, or see like Angelina Jolie just popping by with her kids, like I didn't, I wasn't used to that life at all. You know what I mean? And uh, and, and so all I was trying to do was like show up do, and and do as you know, be as funny as I could possibly be. And I knew that I had improv on my side. You know, everybody had been in movies, and and they were like, we want that improv part of you. And I'm like, all right, good. So I'm just gonna come and try to show up every day because I'm the least known person out here. But it, everybody was. Everybody was kind, you know, and it was fun, man. It was it was a, it was a great time. I was I was on set even when um even when we weren't shooting and, and those concert scenes they had like thousands of people in the audience <laughs> and it was and I was like rapping those songs and uh and I know it was fake, but after they said cut, I was like I know this is fake, but it's still so real and I love y'all. <laughs> and everybody was crazy. Like I was having too much fun, yo. Know? Like it was it was it was a blast, man. Do you have a favorite song from the movie? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> one of the songs that didn't make it, I, I really loved. But uh, yeah, "Hunter the Hunger Gonna Eat" is like my um, from my character. Um, off the cut, but it, it did. I think it's why I started trending like a few months ago because yeah. somebody had posted this cut, this cut song. Um, but the Bin Laden one was like the first one I heard, and that one was, like, we we sang that song so 
I mean, for so long. It's the only reason why I didn't say it immediately because I feel like, oh, we heard Bin Laden first and we heard it. You know what I mean? But it's it's a genius song. I mean, all those songs are done so well. I can't really think about the Bin Laden song without laughing. Yeah. Like, just as you mentioned it. Yeah, it always makes sense. Well, and it's like, when, and Hunter the Hungry gonna eat. I mean, that's like, it gets in my head like every so often. And then like, I'll start like humming it to myself. It's an earworm. Yeah, it's uh, how hard it goes for for it saying nothing at all is the best <laughs> thing. <laughs> it's so far. But Two Banditos was, was really fun because I, cause I was a fan of the Lonely Island's music. And to be able to like go back and forth with somebody that I had been listening to you know what I mean, was was uh, was great, man. And the Lonely Island, they were all very dope and very cool and they big bros in that, in, that, in that way. So it was, man, it was like still to this day one of, the, one of my favorite things I've ever done. So how are you spending your summer break from SNL? I'm on the road. I'm on the road. Uh, I'm, you know, doing, I'm doing shows uh, in, in New York, all over the country. I'm going, going to London uh, next week, doing some shows. I'm going to take some breaks. I'm going to film some things. You know, I got to stay working with a little bit of break just to be a human being because I guess I have a human body. and you know, I got to, you know, treat it right or whatever. <laughs> I like to work, though, man. So I'll be, I'll be telling jokes all summer. Without going too much into your set list, kind of what are you, what are you talking about these days in terms of your comedy? Uh, I'm talking, to, I mean, I'm talking about like just still, still kind of introducing people to who I am and where I'm from and the things I've been through. You know, I was, I was, uh, you know, I wanted to be a, a gangster growing up, and I ran the streets for a long time, and I was doing music, so I, so I have a, but I was still kind of the same silly ass me. So I have a lot of stories from that time that that I've translated that that correlate with like things that are going on now that we that we deal with that everybody can can relate to. Uh, anything that's going on right now, relationships, trying to figure those things out. Uh, I have a lot of like I just have a lot of questions about relationships that I've been trying to work through, and then just random thoughts I'm a silly dude man so <laughs> like what is the random I'm talking about uh, but then the world you know trying to make sense of all that so um, yeah so I just do a lot of characters from my life uh, I've had 50 jobs before, before comedy so I talk a lot about about that you know what I mean like I, I, I really don't know until I get there <laughs> but it's gonna be a good ass hour though it's gonna be a good ass time y'all should come we'll do <laughs> yeah we'll ask our company to expense a trip we'd love to see you Hell yeah. It's been that, it's been that trip. <laughs> well, thanks so much for your time. It was great talking to you, and best of luck with the next season of SNL and everything else you're doing. And the new movie and everything. Thank you guys for having me, man. This is really fun. Okay, listeners, it's your turn. Will you watch Deep Murder? What's your favorite Chris Red character on SNL? Do you love pop stars as much as we do? Let's talk about it on Twitter. You can find us at Mothership Pod, or you can tweet at us individually. I'm at Brett Molina 23 I'm at Brian Truitt. And I'm at K-Lols, K-L-A-W-L-S. And you can find Chris on Twitter, too, at Red Set It, R-E-D-D, Set It. And don't forget, you can email us, too. We're at mothershippod at usatoday.com. That'll do it this week. Thanks so much for listening. Special thanks to our pilots slash producers of a Mothership, Shannon Green and Natalie Boyd. If you like the podcast and don't want to miss an episode moving forward, you can subscribe to the Mothership for free on Apple Podcasts. And while you're there, please, please, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other people find the show, and we really appreciate it. Um, if Apple Podcasts aren't your jam, you can find us too on SoundCloud, Stitcher, or pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. Until next week, nerds out. Later. Bye. <laughs>